This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Years of times have come and gone Since I first had it told How my Jesus Christ will come again someday If I then it seemed so real Now I cannot help but feel How much glory He's coming is today. Oh, signs of the times are everywhere, and there's a brand new feeling
Good morning. Can there be a good morning after a bad night? Joy after sorrow? Jubilant songs to replace our mornings? From the morning we are hatched from the womb. So the night we are dispatched to the tomb. Our lives are matched with pain and grief. But we ought not despair when our days are dark or when we bid farewell to our loved ones. Good night shouldn't be goodbye. For there'll be a good morning. A song reminds us of a glorious day coming. When no hard aches shall come. No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. John chapter 5 verse 25 and verses 28 to 29. Also 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 through to 18. And Revelation chapter 21 verse 4. With Christ, the laments of our dreaded good night can be replaced by the songs of good morning. Morning, not morning. Written by Samuel Cranton Pippin. I am Belle Dolabia. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then... Ask him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarville. Hello listeners, 
This is Tech Talk. You're welcome. And I'm your host, Gerard Amavi. We're talking about technopreneurship. Last week, I had two wonderful gentlemen, but this week, I'm blessed with four. Well, three, actually. <laughs> we had a lot to talk about last week, and then we topping up today. And uh, I have Mr. Bando, Mr. Lakote, and Jolon. How are you doing, gentlemen? Uh, we are doing wonderful. We're fine. We're fine. Okay. We did talk about the skills of an entrepreneur. Mr. Lakote will just do a, a brief recap of what we did last week. Okay, thanks. We looked at who an entrepreneur was, and um, we tried uh, to define some of the skills uh, of an entrepreneur. We said um, the person should be visionary, creative, an independent thinker, resourceful, optimistic. Okay, a risk taker. In fact, a calculated risk taker. And... um, some more. Um, the person's level of commitment and determination should be very high. The drive to achieve. Uh, the person should be opportunity-oriented. Um, the person should take the initiative and be responsible for them. Yeah. Should be a persistent problem-solving person. No always seeking feedback. Um, the person should also have a high tolerance level, tolerance for failure. The person should be able to be, to be creative as well as innovative. Okay. And most importantly, a team builder or a team player. Okay, we'll come back to the team building, how it, uh, we should be able to do that. All right. We're talking about Safo Kantanka last week, and it was really getting interesting, but then we didn't have all the time to talk about it. So we'll start the show on that note. And Mr. Bando was saying something about Safo Kantanka taking too long to commercialize his inventions. Mr. Bando, what do you have to say to that? <laughs> Yeah, back to what I was saying last week. Yeah, uh, one of the one of we were talking about uh, taking the drive and the initiative um, because the reason why I made that statement was that Ghana, uh, Safu Kantaga has done marvelous things, and we see them all over on TV three. He advertises his products and all that on them. Now, it's one thing advertising your product or showing what you can do. It doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have to start with the big things like starting with a car because he has done other things like uh, the the television that uh, this thing, the voice activated television. Yeah. Okay, that is something which is not a very big product which he cannot commercialize or he cannot put onto the market. Well, I stand corrected, but that is how he can build his uh, market base there. Because when you start with the television, it's not too expensive. Or other small devices, you put them on the market, people start purchasing them. Now, when they purchase them, you you uh, see the quality uh, of product that you have, and based on that, you can use it to uh, promote the bigger stuff that you can produce as well on the market. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Bando seems to be a true fan of. Um um, but he seems to make him or want him to work, uh, come out quickly. You know, the point is this. Before you start a business, you need to get things right. Okay. Now, that is exactly what he's doing. Even though you have a vision, you have a goal, you have a strategy, he's still making sure that he treads cautiously and then he has a very solid foundation. That is the most important thing. You don't need to rush to the market. You need... To take your time, get things done rightly, and that's what I I believe he's doing. For instance, you know he started that uh, show where people come, uh, I think periodically, right, uh, to to see what he's done. Mm-hmm. Okay, that alone is a form of sensitization yeah. to the Ghanaian populace. Mm-hmm. And don't forget that the Ghanaian 
mindset is in such a way that I don't know how we we have it, but made in Ghana products are not actually loved or liked. Yeah. Okay. Therefore, he needs to actually tactically work on our minds so that when he has come onto the market, he would make the impact. That is very important. Now, if he misses it, then he's just going to be like any other business. Those businesses that start and then give them three, four months, or some of them don't get like six months. Some of them even don't get to three months. They collapse because they didn't get the foundations right. So it's not about rushing onto the market. It's about making sure that you lay a very solid foundation to be able to compete. Don't forget, he's competing against several other organizations or electronic. Yeah. Uh, can I come back? Yes, you can. Okay. I understand uh, this thing. Uh, you need to build a solid base and uh, for your uh, for your product. That is true. But there are other Ghanaian products still in the market and people still patronize it. Now, every Friday is just a speculation, but about 80% of the work clothes, because Friday is a traditional where we can wear African clothing today for business, for corporate, the corporate world. Yeah. About 80% of the clothing that is, uh, this is worn is either from Woodin or one of these, uh, Nulem and all those popular, uh, this is MKOGH all those popular African and Ghanaian fashion designers. Yeah. Okay. They've built a market. They are Ghanaian-made product, but they are highly patronized. It's good that you, uh, this, you protect yourself so that you make sure that you have the solid foundation. But here's the case. Anytime you even advertise a new product on the market, somebody else, a big corporate organization, sees the product and realizes that it's, it's good. Yeah. And that will come, I think we'll talk about patents later. Patenting new ideas. Yeah. It will come later. But somebody will see the product and will like it and will add it to uh, this and will add it to their uh, product base because they already have the infrastructure and they already have the production line. They can incorporate it into either into their product or generate new product out of it, and then you'll be losing on that. Also, by the time you think that you are ready and you are well established and you come up, then it means that it's nothing new. It's, there's nothing novel about the idea that you advertised earlier on. Yeah. Somebody has already produced it on the market and it's a popular brand and people are patronizing it. So why else would they come to yours? No, the the difference here is that if the man produces, yeah. which and he's going, probably going to buy from outside and you are buying it from inside, assuming they even have the same brand or the same uh, technology, um, at the end of the day, because the guy is not taking it or shipping it and all those things, maybe price may be a factor. Uh, you know, probably the products here may be cheaper. Yeah. Okay, but you see, the point is this: um, is like uh, likened to you see the Bible says that someone built his house on the uh, on a rock, and then when the winds came, blew and all that, the, yeah, the rock no, was still the house was still there. And someone built on the sand, yeah. the winds came and blew, and then everything collapsed. You see. If you're, you don't have the foundation right, and I keep re- repeating that, anytime you are threatened as a business, you, your, your business collapses because you don't have a solid foundation. So it's very important. You have been listening to a discussion on the topic technopreneurship. This episode of Tech Talk was aired and recorded on the 10th April 2014. A continuation will be brought to you later. Any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three.
3528 or +233244233517 or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana We will expect your feedback Shall gather over on the other shore when the rule is called up yonder. I'll be there when the rule is called up yonder. When the rule is called up yonder. When the rule is called up yonder. When the road is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the road is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the road is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the road is called up yonder, I'll be there. On that bright and cloudless morning, when the day. Oh, you 
Hello listener, you are welcome to the Moment of Truth. Today for our short talk, we will look at the book of Timothy, the second letter of Paul to Timothy, chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Amen. The book of Timothy was written by Paul during his last Roman imprisonment. And the book of Timothy is like the last word of a dying father to a son. Paul is giving Timothy last admonition as to how to be courageous and keep on the good work of faith. He is here saying he has fought a good fight. This implies a fight or struggle against an opponent. Note that Paul did not make this comment until he has ended his ministry and he knew it was time for him to face persecution. Paul's fight was against Satan and the spiritual forces under his control, as recorded in Ephesians 6 verse 12. He also fought against the ignorance and blindness of paganism in Acts chapter 16 verse 16 to 23 and 19 verse 23 to 28. Paul fought those Judaizers who perverted the gospel saying, you needed to be circumcised in order to be saved. He battled consistently. Paul did not say, I have won the race. The Christian race is a marathon. One needs perseverance, and it is not by power or might. It is through the Spirit of God. It is God who wins the race. We are just co-workers with Him. Paul is thinking here of the obedient Christian life. In a world where so many indulge in the desires of the flesh, Paul restrained himself and lived a God-glorifying life. He said, I have kept the faith. This means he remained true to God, true to his ministry, and true to the gospel. The Jews hated him for preaching that Jesus is God. The Romans also hated him for preaching that Jesus is Lord. He was persecuted for this. If we read 2 Corinthians 11, verse 24 to 27, Paul states clearly the things he went through on account of the gospel. He said five times he received from the Jews 40 lashes minus one. Three times he was beaten with rods. Once he was stoned. And three times he was shipwrecked. He spent a night and a day in the open sea. He was constantly on the move. In spite of all this, he kept preaching and living the gospel of Christ. At the end of his second letter to Timothy, Paul mentioned specific people and events that tried and tested his commitment to the Lord. 
Demas deserted him. 2 Timothy 4 verse 9. Alexander, the mental worker, did him great harm. Verse 14. Everyone deserted him at his first defense. 2 Timothy 4 verse 16. Yet, Paul kept the faith. There were those who wanted him to preach righteousness by works. But yet, he kept the faith. There were those who wanted him to say that freedom in Christ means freedom from law or sexual freedom. But yet, Paul kept the faith. There are those who wanted Paul to say that all part or all religions or all faith leads to heaven and eternal life. That everyone is saved, as we read in Acts chapter 17. But yet, Paul kept the faith. There were those who wanted Paul to teach that Jesus is less than divine. In all of these, Paul still kept the faith. Dear listener, how do you measure up today? Have you enlisted in the race? Are you still on the track? Are you fighting a good fight? I want you to notice, dear listener, that God rewards those who, like Paul, have been faithful to his calling. Those who fought a good fight. Those who will finish the race. Is the reward in Second Timothy 4 verse 8 meant for you? Are you one of those to whom God will say, Well done, good and faithful servant? I want to encourage you today not to give up the faith. Dear listener, continue the fight, for there is a reward awaiting you. Heaven is real, and there is enough space just for you. God wants to see you there. Jesus has gone to prepare a place for you there. Don't give up the faith. Don't stop in the middle of the race. Keep on the faith. Keep on fighting. God's Spirit is there to strengthen you, and you will overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. My name is Fode Selu. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>